bad line things, eh? All right, you just making up shit. <laughs> you just said whatever, man. That ain't your real voice. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino on this draft weekend, ladies. I'm trying to draft a few of y'all to my team so we could done on uh So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little rusty, it's man. You know, I, I can't even be mad at that. <laughs> That's what makes me most upset. <laughs> yeah, I was. I wasn't even mad at the so we can done on us. <laughs> I'm a little rusty, man. I, my execution wasn't the best, but hey, man, <laughs> I love me. Uh, we got my nigga season the building. Yo, yo, yo! What up to the island things, eh? Island team. Hey man, y'all feel like you can really get some patois shit off, bro. If you really tried, dog. You gotta speak a minute. Yeah. Anytime I go out of town, I'm gonna start doing uh you speaking patois. So were you seriously trying to learn patois through uh Duolingo? Yes. <laughs> Bumble clocks. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is wild. No, nah, I, I, I definitely did. There was a point where I signed. I signed up for it. Might have been Haitian Creole. Was the closest thing. Yeah, I know they had that on. They go what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing this for? I'm, 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 I'm confused. <laughs> I feel like you, I feel, yeah, I feel like you never know when some good patois is gonna come in handy. What food is this? Beef patty. <laughs> like, you you just out somewhere and, like, you get frustrated. It's like, rah, that's Never mind. Like, what? <laughs> Suck your mud out. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> oh, we got my nigga done in the building, man. Yes, sir, man. It's your boy Craig David, man. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the city, man. Shout out to. I mean, I can't big up Craig David enough, man. Like, I feel like. In the states, we really need to give him his flowers, but he'll never get them. You in the ends though, so you gotta show big, a big yeah. respect to him. Yeah, he low key running around here. Mm. He's he's like the Drake over here. Man's run ends, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can't speak down on Craig David. Hey man, loot that brother. Craig David having hitters on the ends is crazy, bro. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's what happens when you're the booty man. You run, you run team. Booty man can. Wait, he needs to, he needs to drop another album, man. Where's this nigga been at? Now, he dropped something. I want to say last year. Oh damn. Hey, you gotta apologize for not. Yeah, no disrespect. Check it out. It was weird. The movement recent and low key. Uh, yeah, it was 2022. He had a he had a joint on there too. I'm not gonna hold you. I think I want to told you this. He had that song with Money Long. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna check it out though. I, I know uh Craig can deliver. Pause. Mm. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> no, why? That, that, that didn't have to happen at all. <laughs> all right, man. I just wanted to pick him up. Hey man. How y'all doing, man? A week off, man. Niggas was traveling international with it. Like the uh fucking Ted Lasso episode, man. In Amsterdam. <laughs> Yeah, man. Amsterdam's different, bro. I I could definitely I appreciate any place where you could smoke inside and just chill. Like you you'll forever have my heart. It was blowing a pack inside. Yeah, yeah. Because they have like a these coffee shops they call them where it's just 
I don't want to call them basically dispensaries, but you just go you go there for the sole purpose of smoking. You can buy your weed. You got to roll. You can roll it up, sit there. They can order some foods, some drink, depending on what which spot it is, and kind of just vibe out. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, I go to the districts. Yeah, I went to the district. It was kind of mid. I'm not gonna lie to you. It wasn't like <laughs> women like dancing, um, putting their titties on the glass and shit. They weren't putting them on the glass. They they are. It's it's a weird experience because you walk down this street, um, and I know recently they said they were gonna like make some updates so it's like not as chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like the women are sometimes like in the windows like of the street that you're walking. So it's kind of weird. Like sometimes they could just be standing there. Sometimes they could be texting. Sometimes they could be vaping. Um, so you can see them and they can see you, but it's like, it's kind of weird. if They're not doing anything, but you kind of like want to see what they're doing, but you just have to stare at these women in these like glass cages. No, wow, <laughs> just a peeping nice. time and shit. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and and the streets are busy, and you know everybody who's really out there. If they really bounce, like you'll see when somebody like goes in somewhere, it's like damn, you trying to get his rocks off. Like <laughs> that's that's he likes what he thing. saw. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's an interesting place. Yeah, that's, that's just crazy. <laughs> they said that nigga sees was taking pictures, man. That's not what happened. That's, well, not not in not on in the red light district. There was there was um we might have been coming from the red light district, low key. We were we were just walking down the street, and I had my film camera, so I took a picture of the group. And next thing I know, I hear, "Oi, fuck boy, delete that." <laughs> Everybody in front of me turns around like, what the fuck? And I just keep walking because I don't know why. Some dude who had like walked past him thought I took a picture of like him and the person he was walking with. Mm-hmm. And that's why he, that's when he yelled, oh, fuck boy. Nah. Delete that. He, he was with somebody he wasn't supposed to be, bro. Hell yeah. That nigga was moving nasty. <laughs> he was not so, taking no chances. So so I need that story to be clarified before you know people try to change the change the narrative, change the agenda. So people were you know whom certain individuals talking about, oh he got shook, he deleted, he dropped the camera, nigga trip running away. None of that happened. <laughs> Bro, who telling these stories? That you <laughs> he tripped right away. <laughs> the niggas bitch you out like that, man. <laughs> certain certain people out here trying to make me sound crazy off that, that, that situation. <laughs> tripped running away is crazy. <laughs> oh shit, man! Yeah, you can't scare me if you say "oi" before you start talking. <laughs> oi. And at that point, it's it was difficult because it's not one of those things that like can turn into a conversation. Like that type of situation just has to turn into like uh, a tussle. Yeah, and I ain't trying to fight nobody over in Amsterdam, bro. Get locked up in fucking prison like ASAP Rocky or some shit. Yeah, shit. It was nice though. It was it was a decent little vibe. You know what I'm saying niggas, we, niggas enjoy themselves. Yeah, but other than that, man, niggas back. How you feel being back? Well, uh, see how you feel being back. You know, it's always difficult for me. Like, it's one of the reasons, like, I I, really, I think I just never traveled much. It's like, when you travel, being there is cool, but then you have to, like, think about life when you go back to, I guess, your regular flow. Mm-hmm. Like, I was thinking about work and, like, what work is going to be like, how many emails I'm going to have. Yeah. Like, balancing that portion out is, like, always, like, 
the trash part. I think about traveling. Yeah, that flight home be crazy. You be yeah, like, oh, you, fuck. you start getting stressed and anxious about shit that just <laughs> took. That's the, that's the weird thing about PTO. Like you have it, you want to use it, but like when you use it, it's you're just basically like walking away from responsibilities, mm-hmm. and you're gonna come back to potentially more of them. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a weird thing to balance. But now nah, being back in decent, I ain't had no jet lag. Um, been getting decent rest, so. Yeah, it was nice. It was worth it. Yeah, especially if you leave like unsettled. You ever rush to leave to a vacation and don't really handle shit the way you're supposed to? Oh. <laughs> That'd be the worst. Honestly, <laughs> honestly I don't. Uh, that's tough because there are moments where I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's because you at least kind of have a, a clue of what you're coming back to. But mm. there are moments when you come back and you just have no idea what you're coming back to and how much time you like you really have to reacclimate. Yeah. You know you didn't take care of business when you log in in the morning and people hitting you with the welcome back uh, <laughs> super early. That's how you know they've been waiting. <laughs> I was the break. Oh, right, let's get man. to it. Don't we you. can cheat on the PTO in America. I was watching this uh YouTube video about how like all the other European countries they be getting they get hella days. Like apparently, like yeah, you just for PTO, like mm. vacations, holidays, like apparently in like Europe, like Paris, <laughs> something like that, like all the August is like usually like a no work period. Damn, shit, it's nuts. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, they need to stop doing that. We yeah. need to get some rights. Yeah, they they low key need to just do that for December because a lot of my, especially my latest jobs, nobody really does anything in December, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we had like that, like even if it was like those last three weeks in December, maybe the first week in January off, then that'll be perfect, bro. I wouldn't be mad at that. Nobody does like anything really, anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all dependent on your job, but for the most part, people are taking vacation off and you know trying to chill. Yeah. The only thing I- is that if we had those days off, they probably wouldn't give us some summertime weeks off and that would that would be shitty cuz a lot of the country is cold during that time. Yeah. And I think that's the worst part about it. It's like at least with America, it seems like if they give you more days, they're going to take it away from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very rare that it's like we're just going to give you days and that be like it should Juneteenth. If you get June if you got Juneteenth, then you probably Fucked around and lost MLK. Yeah, that's how where it is. <laughs> See, or, or you get, or you get to choose. Whereas in, like, I don't know. So from what I was seeing in these other countries, it's just like they have more of an. If they would do more of um, working to live, not living to work. Mm. Whereas America, it's like we have to. In order to live, we have to work. Yep, mm-hmm. that's true, man. I mean, our uh, economy is based on slavery economy, so. I mean, that's how they were the most efficient. Sad to say, but now that once we got out of slavery, they just based their um, industrial model after having slaves and just fixed it where, I mean, we get paid, but they still trying to focus on uh, profits and stuff like that. So oh, it's crazy, man. Don't know how it's work going for you, man. I know you have to work crazy hours and shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like fucking with It's like a mental gymnastics because when I'm done with work it's like time for me to go to sleep but I can't mm-hmm. so I'll be staying up <laughs> and I'm like so then I'm sleeping like a hell of a lot during the next day and that's when I get a chance to really like move around 
like move around the city and see stuff. So it's been it's been weird. I, I got some days off next week, so I'm gonna take advantage of that. But, but yeah, coming back from Amsterdam and then going straight into work, that shit was not pleasant. No. I did not fancy that. <laughs> <laughs> you getting hella into football and getting you some kits and shit? Nah, I, I'm like I want to go to I want to go to a match, but I haven't really been like getting into it. But it, it's it's all they play here. Yesterday was the first time I got a chance to actually watch a full playoff game, like mm-hmm. basketball, because mm-hmm. they don't play them shits anywhere. But we found a bar that had it, no. and um, but it's yeah. It, it kind of sucks not seeing these games because I'm not staying up at 3.30 a.m. to watch the Lakers, bro. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I, I love that nigga Braun, but it's not happening. So I, I got to get in where I fit in, but hopefully I can go to a, a match before I leave. No. I actually want you to, at some point, like, try to join, like, a street soccer game. Because I know they got <laughs> them in random places. Yeah, like, I want you to be like, yo, can I play? Like like Charles Barkley, uh, in Space Jam and get out there and try to like <laughs> try to fuck with him. I'm playing a 21. <laughs> get this. I bring my own ball and shit. I'm playing tips. Y'all want to play some tips? <laughs> oh. man, you know, that's crazy. I, I would do it, man. I would love to play some uh, football over here. You know what I'm saying? Get on the action. Don't mm-hmm. run me off the field, though. Whatever. Yeah. I just realized how crazy the games we used to play as kids are. We played tips, killer man. Like just whatever mm-hmm. we could, bro. Piggy. <laughs> Them shits are terrible games. Hey, man. Tips was absurd. <laughs> tips was like, come on, dog. Are y'all serious right now? You difficulties. You had to find ways to be crazy. I saw a game on TikTok that was like, you only know this game if you're from the hood. And it was called Curb. Curb. Where it was just two two niggas standing on opposite curbs. And like you throw a basketball, what? you throw a basketball, and the goal is to just try to hit the other curve with the ball. What? what? That doesn't even sound fun. That's not nah, It's not like too much chasing the ball. Yeah. Once, uh, what age did we have to stop playing Killer Man? Because it was an age that I actively made the decision I'm not playing Killer Man no more, bro. Shit, man. Uh, that's probably after middle school. You can't do that. That's not a yeah. high school. Game. Yeah, bro. Niggas get too physical, bro. <laughs> like, it, it probably it probably went away with recess. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Yeah, but uh, recess, man. Yeah, but I've been cool, man. Uh, work's been cool. I've been in the states, you know, stateside with it. Uh, working, chilling. We had to do some improv at work on Friday, bro. That shit was the most stressful shit I've ever done in my life, bro. Uh, like. Uh, uh, like real improv? Or? Yeah, yeah. Cause we have a creatives meeting on Fridays. Just all the like designers and copywriters and shit like that get together and do stuff that's gonna help our creativity. So our creative director pitched like an improv exercise where we had to partner up. We had to be the only two people on camera. We had to partner up and we he gave us a topic. Like our topic was uh the circus. It's coming to town or something like that. And the only thing we can do is ask questions to our partner. Like we couldn't do anything else but ask questions based off their last question, bro. I was on there like, bro, this is the hardest shit I've ever done in my life. (laughs) 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 You got people watching you just doing this shit. It was was crazy, bro. uh, How do you run through it? What did you mean? Like what were like what were the questions you guys got off? Uh, so she was like, "Did you hear the the circus is coming to town?" I was like, "Yeah." Um, are you interested in going? And then she had to say something based off that, like, um, "Yeah, you think that they're gonna have uh 
tiny people. I was like, tiny people, you think it's going to cost a tiny amount of money to get in there? Stuff like that. So you had to play yeah, off their last com- like their last question to to go to the next one. Yeah, I don't like that. Don't don't have me do extracurriculars at my job. I just, just want to do my job. Like, I want to be a designer, not a comedian, nigga. Yeah, like that. That honestly doesn't sound that bad, and it does sound kind of fun. But instantly, when you said like they made you like pair up with somebody, I was like, I don't like that. Yeah, like don't don't make nothing is fun when you force me to be paired with somebody to do something that. I really don't want to do it. Yeah. Then this was a new person in the pod, so we don't have like a rapport, but it was okay. Like it, it went okay. One time I like kind of stumbled and took a little minute, but uh it, it they like, said that's okay, you got it. Yeah, yeah. One of those like you were in church. Yeah. So other than that, man, I've been chilling, uh, getting ready for a few of these trips, Charlotte and you know, Memorial Day coming up. So I'm feeling feeling all right, man. Feeling good. You uh you popped that watch the fight? Yeah, I did. I went to uh bombshells. And it's not a strip club. It's, it's just a restaurant. It's like a Hooters. Uh, all right, same difference. I mean, that's the only place it was shorted by my house. He went to go see some hands and titties. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I was up in there. I, I was sitting next to the most talkative nigga in, in America, bro. Like, and I'm cool. Like, I like to meet people. But dog, he started he, first. He saw my A's hat. He was like, "A oh, diehard A's, huh?" I was like, "Oh god, we got one of these type of situations." So, Red flag uh, number one. Yeah, he just started <laughs> rambling off like how he had all, all this leather A's gear and he was gonna sell it for a large amount of money and shit. So, <laughs> it just went from there, bro. But uh, shout out to Tank, man. He got he got shit done. Any of y'all catch it? I, I saw like the last punch he gave to uh, knock boy out, but that's all I saw. Yeah, man, uh, it was it was a high fight until uh, well the second he knocked him down, and then um uh he gave what's his name Ryan Garcia a body shot that I was just like Jesus Christ, bro. It's yeah, so shout out to my boy Tank, man. I don't think nobody really fucking with him. Maybe Shakur Stevenson, but we gonna see. We gonna see, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I really hate the. So he was trying to talk to you the whole fight. Yeah, man. Because he, he, um, you know, he's Mexican, so he's talking about like other Mexican fighters, like the history of Mexican boxing, uh, just about just life shit in general, like where he was from. He was from Houston, so he's talking about the Rockets. Like he watches every Rockets game, um, and he's like a big proponent of uh, what's their rookie. Uh, Cliff Smith, uh, Jabari, Jabari Smith, Jabari Smith Jr. Yeah, Cliff Smith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it was something like that. Uh, but yeah, he's like, I guess that's the only person on the team he feels like needs to stay. He feels like the other people are like prima donnas and shit. So just going into like the history of like Michael Jordan and the Rockets and just everything, bro. And it had to get to a point. You know how like you have to really intensely look at the TV so they know like you're trying to watch TV. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> one of those type of things though. Nah, I, I really do I really I, I hate people who try to make small talk yeah. with me in, in public yeah. it's just it's terrible how what extremes <laughs> do y'all go to to avoid small talking like regular life mm-hmm. like what's the what's your greatest extreme that you usually try to implement to avoid things I normally just look at my phone and then they hopefully they get the hint but buddy was not getting the hint bro he just kept talking to me 
<laughs> yeah, I was gonna say look away is is is, is my go to. <laughs> look anywhere else, like, right. <laughs> or see like act like I need to be rushed out. Actually, that happened uh, yesterday. This this black dude and his girl like came up to us and they were like, "Hey man, can I ask you a question? Uh, would you go to a strip club when there <laughs> where there's women and men stripping?" <laughs> What in and the I'm, same room at the same time? <laughs> yes, and, and I'm like, no, I I, I would not. I, I don't want to see men strip. And then he turns to his girl, like, see, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you you have to come up to me like this. <laughs> That's just <laughs> this is what crazy. you're looking for. But yeah, but he kept talking, and I'm like, ah, all right, man, I kind of I want to dip. You know what I'm saying? This doesn't need to be a long thing. But he wasn't really getting it. That's terrible. I do it in real life. I do it with Instacart, Uber Eats. Should I do it when I go to the store? Wait, Joe, Instacart niggas be talking to you? No, I don't. But I don't give them the chance. Like I just like leave it and like walk away. I told oh, you after, when they after, drop it off. Yeah, I told oh. you after, after I had that time where I they dropped the food off and I thought that he was gone and I opened my door and I heard somebody from around the corner say, "Hey, can't leave me tip." <laughs> Man, get the fuck I'm, out of here. I've been. I've been like when I know you can order like liquor through like Grizz or Drizzly, is it Drizzly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instacart? But I feel like I never would because they would have to look at my ID and I don't want to have that interaction. That is true. <laughs> no, I'm I agree with that. Now nah, that Drizzly shit, that, that'd be clutch. I remember I ordered Drizzly for a party and shit. I felt like that nigga when I came through with the uh, I think I had some JMO or some shit. Hey, somebody's at the door. Ah, shit, that's me. It's oh. just a J-Mo. <laughs> oh, he, he don't care about the fees. <laughs> he don't care about the fees. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah, but uh, other than that, man, I've been cool, man. Sound like y'all good, man. Everybody all right? Yeah. Can't complain. All right, man. Well, uh, the streets been missing us, man, so let's get into these topics, man. Uh, what's the biggest story this week, girl? Damn. Um, I know we have some more Jonathan Majors oh, updates. Yeah, it's looking like it's over for that boy. Bro, getting dropped. I think he got dropped by his PR team. He getting dropped by projects. Uh, I think the video that, that they dropped. They, remember, they were saying that they had a video. They dropped the video, and it was just her inside the club partying and shit after the incident. I was like, that doesn't prove anything, bro. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you ever have a bad day? Yeah. Who, who, who released the video? Was that his team? Uh, I don't know who released. It. I probably should have did some more research, but I, I know the video was released. Um, and it's just her in the club and. You know, just partying and really didn't seem like it was nothing wrong. But that doesn't, like I said, it doesn't prove anything. And I'm not, I'm not going eat for either side. Like I, I want the just the truth to leak out. Um, but it just like it doesn't look good, bro. Yeah, yeah he's giving again the more. Um, I guess you get more of his victims alleged coming forth and. Uh, yeah okay alleged, his alleged victim mm-hmm. are coming forward and working with the police sharing their stories um yeah I don't know this is when when it's more of them it's looking like he toast bro I ain't gonna lie when you got multiple people cooperating it's not looking good and this hurts because He's a great ass actor, man. Like I, I was looking forward to him being Kang. Now, now what's about to happen? 
Well, they can fold that into a storyline. Okay. <laughs> what storyline? <laughs> no, I'm being dead ass. You know how like wrestlers, they always say it's better to have like a like an extreme version of yourself. Like if they mm-hmm. just made Kane an extreme version of Jonathan Majors, it, it might work. I, I don't know how you can make it more extreme because he's like Kang is already killing thousands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they add on. He was also beating his wife. <laughs> hey man, that might add a different element, bro. They go. They gonna make him re uh, bring Killmonger back from the grave just to beat on him again. Like what? Can't yeah. be doing this. <laughs> But yeah, seriously though, man, John, 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 if you're doing this, you crazy, bro. Yeah, don't do this. This is not cool, man. Yeah, and it uh, and talk about somebody who he he really fumbled. He really fumbled, man. He gonna be on Tubi soon. Like we, like I said before, we still ain't seen Nate Parker. Yeah, he's supposed to have a project in the works or some shit. Uh, I I saw something. It was another controversy, but he's supposed to have something come out. And I would say like. Was Nate Parker a really good actor? Like, would you put him on the same level as Jonathan Majors? No. And I don't think he was known for his acting. It was just his projects. Okay. That, that yeah, because uh, I... What was it? Nat Turner Project. Yeah, and I don't even know. Was that even good? I didn't see it. It was so, all right. I don't, I don't, did, I don't, was it? It was all right. Okay. I peeped it. Uh, But yeah, with this Jonathan Majors thing, uh, going back to the video... Um, Tiffany Haddish jumped out the window, uh, said she, it really didn't look like it was nothing wrong with the victim. So she was kind of taking up for Jonathan Majors. That was the wrong move. Cause niggas just start airing her shit out. Just talking about how like, she just do whatever oh. in the industry and shit. And like, that's how that, uh, recently that Vic Mensa interview with Mike Tyson came out where Vic Mensa says Tiffany was like, I guess approached him telling him that she was trying to do a rap album. And he told her to rap one of the songs, and I guess it was about like balls or penis or something like that. And she like grabbed his balls, and she he was like, "Did Tiffany Haddish just sexually assault me?" So, you know what's okay? Damn. Okay, that that makes sense because I had been seeing a whole lot of like Tiffany Haddish. Uh, I don't know if I should even call it slander mm-hmm. stories hitting the timeline and like throughout the week, and I couldn't understand like why or what she did but that that makes sense because yeah they had um a clip from hot ones with Issa ray where she was saying she basically uh i guess in a sense sexually assaulted one of her co-stars from insecure mm-hmm. at one moment um then i did see the vic mensa story and then there was a clip on um i think it's when tiffany haddish was hosting ellen or something like that and Marlon Wayans was on there and he was basically calling her uh, somewhat crude and unprofessional mm-hmm. because she was saying like, yeah, you, why haven't we worked together? Like you had even a Tiffany Haddish role um, for a, whatever project that you had and I didn't get it. And he was like, you know, you're just kind of um, very much y- y- you in your own way. Like the, the, the scene can call for you to uh, have to sit down in your co-star's lap and you would sit on their lap and like fart on it. Mm-hmm. And she just she just started like cackling and I was like, all right, I, I see what he's saying. It's things like that. Yeah, it just seemed like more and more stories were, were coming out. So 
Yeah. Now I've been saying them too. Uh, <clears throat> that Rihanna one too, where she was kind of like poking fun at the Rihanna and Chris Brown situation. So it's been a a lot of situations like that. And um, all I can say, like, is that some we have to have that same standard of sexual assault because it, it, it even with within men. Um, it seemed like Mike Tyson and Vic Mensa was just like kind of like laughing and joking about it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that could be serious, bro. Like you, you don't want nobody coming up to you grabbing your shit. Like that's that's sexual assault by the by the book. So yeah, I feel like with with men, it's usually it is. I don't want to say usually. It's normally more difficult. I think even it's it's. I would say is it harder to I don't want to say recognize, but almost in a sense recognize. Mm-hmm. Like. Do it? I guess it depends. Like I don't want to say we. I guess are more accepting of it, or we feel like we should be more accepting, or made to feel like we should be more accepting to maybe um, some women's advances because it's not like a physical threat, possibly. Mm-hmm. Like we, there's really a chance where I guess we would feel endangered. Yeah, that's in the point. process of in, in the process of being sexually assaulted. We it's a hundred percent like discomfort, but it's not danger that comes with it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. I think I think that's the distinguishing factor. Is it's like most men feel comfortable to know that they a woman is not just going to take it from them. Where women don't have that same security. Like I was out in the club the other day talking to this one white girl, and she was just like. I was like, yeah, you here by yourself? She was like, uh, no, I would never go out by myself. Uh, my friend's just not here yet or some shit like that. And I was just like, I go out by myself all the time. She was like, well, you're a man. <laughs> like, you can do that. And that, mm-hmm. it like clicked to me. Like, women really can't go out by themselves like that. And we afforded a luxury that women don't have. So, uh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. And then I think it's, too, that the, the demeanor that a man is supposed to have, where it's, he's, like, always seeking out sex. I think that if if you apply to this situation, if Vic is supposed to be out looking for sex and he's supposed to take it anyway, then, you know, it's not a big deal what Tiffany did. She's just doing a, uh, you know, flirting with him or whatever it is. So, but it's still, we still got to change that narrative though. Yeah. I mean, because at that point it's like, it's hard to maybe even possibly feel like, what are you supposed to do or say to after that fact in the moment? Mm Mm-hmm. To even feel like, like, what are you supposed to want to have next? Like, are you supposed to, is it big enough in your mind that you need to prevent this from happening, like, again to someone else? So you need to report it, like, efficiently? Or are you just going to potentially distance yourself and say, I don't want to be around that person again? And, like, that just be it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Vince, man, we got we got a little bit of news from one of his best friends, man, Chance the Rapper, man, Mister. Uh, yeah, y'all love my why. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, that's like legit the the reaction I had when I saw this video, bro. Uh, is he still married to? Is he still married to his wife? Uh, I'm assuming not. <laughs> I feel like this is the uh, coming out party. Like, hey, <laughs> that shit's done with. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new era, chance. Yeah. Honestly, I had the I had that same thought. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So let me explain it. So it's a video came out this week that uh, Chance, you know, Chance been on like his uh, different country wave and trying to connect with the roots. Uh, so I think this time he was the band. In, no, no, just the roots of Africa <laughs> and the uh, diaspora. Uh, so he was in Jamaica, I want to say, for a show, and he pulled up on Carnival, and he was like. I've seen grinding and I've seen whining and dutty whining, whatever you want to call this shit. This shit was nuts. And I don't know if because old girl was just thick and it just looked worse than it was, but he was he was behind that yakking. He was going crazy. I think it was just because it was filmed and it, it's like we no chance to be married for the most part. So we like, hey, he's wilding. <laughs> but I, I think for the most part, if he was like a single ass nigga mm. and probably regular we seen that we'd probably be like all right you know that's that's just what they do at carnival i mean because that is kind of what they just do at carnival like if it was a regular dude like you didn't know he was married you wouldn't think too much of that video so i mean is it a problem as a married man can you do that if you're at carnival um that 100 comes down to your relationship if your if wife you, was doing that and it was a nigga behind her. What would your reaction be? Absolutely not. It's not happening. You coming home. You, you, hey, hey, you better get on that first flight back. <laughs> you coming home. Yeah. Uh, I'm imagining what the conversation was like between Chance and his wife, if that's still a thing. Um, I pray it is. Like, I'm, we're not wishing for no downfall in no relationships or some shit, but it's a fair question. I'm just uh, listen, imagining uh, explaining it. Yeah, because uh, it's it's one of those things where you either assume that a conversation was had before, or uh, you hope for the best. Because that's not something you can just run out and do and try to explain later. Yeah, he made a he made her a lyric video for explanation of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come back to you like Garvey. <laughs> Is that? But because I know it's like a normal thing, like. In the Caribbean West Indian culture Like is that It's the uncomfortability with that Just because we're more Americanized mm, Like I said I I saw ass moving So that, that made me like <laughs> Bro this is kind of Well I guess I even say that from the, from the perspective of Even during like Carnival Like they have very distinctive Costume goals Oh, I see. So, That's why class has been helping you, bro. That kind of ball was that for now? That was that pronunciation. So you would even have to have like a certain level of strong comfort to allow you to be cool with your whoever your partner is, like getting fully, I guess, engulfed with that with their dress. Should they even want to attend? Mm -hmm. You know, throwing it back on randos or not, they're going to have. They're more than likely going to want to fully engulf and put on the full attire yeah maybe we don't understand the culture maybe it's just the culture thing because i mean i'm sure it's plenty of married people at carnival uh dancing on people and holding each other up yeah it's just the culture yeah. but i it would be hard to watch especially if my wife was that thick that shit moving in a video yeah i would have i would have an issue mm -hmm. i i ain't gonna lie and i think and i think that's why i think their relationship will, I, I think the marriage is, has to be over. Cause I don't think Chance would allow somebody to record him 
wilding out like that if they were still together. You can't be slapping ass. You you might yeah. you might be able to get away with <laughs> I was at Carnival, which is grinding. You start slapping ass and going hand over hand. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you asking for trouble. You going too far. This ain't no jit jam. <laughs> nigga think he me, man. Chicago niggas gonna be Chicago niggas, man. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's another thing I was thinking too. That was a Chicago ass juke right there. I respect you for that, man. <laughs> he brought that shit to Carnival. It's a child hey man, salute. Uh what else is happening out here, man? Uh we can stay on Chicago, man. Uh it's been a lot of hubbub. Last couple weeks, man. I don't know if y'all seen the video. Well, I know y'all seen it. Yeah, man. We bringing new words to the to the pod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those videos of the Chicago youth kind of wilding right now, man. Uh, yeah, I know y'all seen that uh couple that was the white couple was a white and black dude. Um, a white girl and a black dude uh, walking in the, in the city, and they got jumped by that group of uh teens or whatever. Uh, and then just, just oh, they I'm just out wilding just in general. When I heard, when I read that story, I kind of shook my head a little bit because I knew, like, even knowing what the outcome already was, definitely not saying it was right. Mm. But I'm reading that, I guess she was like, he pushed me or something like that to him. I, I, I knew instantly like bad things were going to happen. Wait, what do you mean he pushing? Yeah. Who said that? So I, I guess apparently in that story with the couple that you're, you just referenced, mm. um, when they're walking down the street, one of the kids, I guess, pushed or bumped the woman. Mm-hmm. So she turned to the, the man she was with and said, they pushed or bumped me to him. Mm-hmm. Which reading, I knew, I mean, I already knew what happened because it occurred, but it's like at that moment, you are forced to do something. No, yeah. And so at that moment, all you can do is you're trying to confront probably a a pack of kids, which I'm I'm not going to lie, it's probably terrifying for anybody. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have done it. (laughs) (laughs) So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I know what little niggas not to fuck with. <laughs> like, hey, 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 listen, let's just get around the corner. And we'll be, we'll be See, true. but that's okay. So that's another thing where it's like, do you not say anything? And she just like gets upset that you didn't address the situation, or are you have to explain like it was twenty and them? It's just me and you. Nothing good was gonna come from it. Because that's exactly what happened. Like, if you try to test some young nigga, somebody he yelled. I read, hey, don't push her. They put a push you. They put a whoop your ass. <laughs> it depends on what what's more important to you: shame or getting your ass whooped. <laughs> you you. It has to be shame because you can't get your ass whooped in front of your lady, and she gonna get whooped with you like we just saw. <laughs> <laughs> so you better with the shame. Yeah, yeah bro. Just take the L. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it brings us to the point of what what the real question is, because I, um, you know, one of the popular Chicago accounts was like uh, a lot of y'all dismissed the actions of Chicago youth entirely too much for me. I definitely feel like they need more programs and activities, but a lot of these kids just want to do hood rat uh, stuff with their friends. Call a spade a fucking spade. Uh, and you know, a lot of people in the city are getting fed up to the point where they like, hey, y'all, y'all need to start locking these little niggas up, bro. Um. What what are y'all thoughts on that? What what needs to happen here? Because we don't, at the same token, 
we don't want niggas running around just doing whatever. Like I saw them jumping on somebody's car uh, in the middle of the, like the street and shit like that. And I'm like, bro, if that's me. I'm sorry. I'm I'm running through niggas. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, y'all not about to sit and jump on my car. <laughs> You, you you just pulling off with him on the hood. <laughs> Should have let go. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, y'all jumping on my shit. I feel I, I feel I, da- uh, danger I, right now, bro. I hundred percent know you. Hundred percent know you swerve it all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 trying to sh- trying to shake your niggas off. <laughs> Doing some drifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a deleted Fast and Furious scene. Yeah, like what? <laughs> So, hey, that's happening. But I also, I don't want to, I don't feel like the the solution to this is locking motherfuckers up, bro. It, I, yeah, I don't believe that either. I, I, locking them up is not the answer because I feel like what's what's next after that? And, you know, locking people up is not, it's never been the best for their mental. Mm. And I don't see it as a true place to get, um, you know, just to rebuild. So I, I don't know. I, I think definitely having more things for them to do outside of school could help. I feel like that's been a suggestion for the longest. I'm not sure about the effort the city is really putting into that. But I feel like that's something that would help a lot. But yeah, this is one of them answers. I don't know. I mean, one of them questions. I don't even know what the right answer is for real. Yeah, it's it's loaded for sure, especially because part of it is I do have I, at least at this point, I've tried to have more of an understanding that like kids are going to do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So some of it just is unavoidable because it's like it's what it's what teenagers do. Right. They do. They try to make jokes, do pranks like in public, in front of their friends, that type of thing. Like that's some of that shit is unavoidable. Um in regard to, I guess, what could be done to avoid it, like you were saying, programs, I think, is, is helpful finding. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's I think it has to start to some regard in the homes and in the communities. Like, how can those, what can be offered to strengthen, uh, I guess, I don't know, their, how they want to fill their time, what they feel is productive, extra resources that they kind of want extra things that they kind of have interest in in close proximity to them to kind of feel normal. Because if, you know, if they're running around, they're probably doing it with other kids from their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So if those kids aren't kind of engaged in kind of what's already going on and taking place, it's more than likely going to get difficult to get the other kids who are, I guess, younger and eventually getting older (laughs) to have the same interest in those and not, I guess fall, I don't want to say fall victim, but end up participating in what the other kids are doing, which is probably fucking around doing whatever they, you know, they are imitating what they feel like doing. Yeah. Yeah. I I really think that locking them up is not the answer, bro. It's just like this, this behavior right now that we have in Chicago is an, an effect of years of locking that policy of just locking people up and, you know, for whatever, because now you locking the fathers up, you know, they don't have anybody to look up to. And then when you go into jail, you you get deeper into these gang factions and stuff like that for protection. They come out 
and they heavy into the gang and shit like that now. And then the person now that they looking up to that's on that's out now is banging heavy or you know heavy into that gang or whatever. So uh, people have to look at this shit as like an all of, as an effect. And if we continue to cycle locking people up and losing like fathers and stuff like that from the home, then what's gonna happen going forward and what's gonna happen years from now and shit like that. So. And this is going to sound, I don't know how this is going to sound, but you have to also consider that, like, to some people, going to jail, being arrested, like, it's, uh, I don't say it's normal, but it's potentially normal or it's expected. Mm -hmm. Like, the fear of getting locked up, having your freedom taken away, isn't something that everybody equally values, fears, or is something they just don't want to take place like in their life. Like you being able to have that somewhat as your, um, as a compass to your actions is, I guess something that everybody doesn't have. Like, I know we don't want to feel like going to jail. Like we've never really felt like going to jail. So that helps us stay away from things that could potentially get us there, but no matter what kind of the outcome could be, no matter what situations that we're in. I mean, we all kind of make mistakes sometimes, but nothing so grand that it's like, we're really going to have to sit down and like, because we also know like, it's not going to be accepted by us, but also like the people who we are, I don't know, close to friends, family, things of that nature, where if you're from an environment where people are going to jail, they come home, then they got to go to jail again, come home. And it's like, that's just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Your response and your fear for that is going to be different. Yeah, it's just like a normal cycle of, of life. Yeah, if it and then at some point it just becomes like a standard or a badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if y'all watched that King Von documentary. I, I had some time and I checked it out uh on Friday, I think it was. Was this what was it on? It's on YouTube. Was uh, it like a like a fan made one? Uh no, yeah, it's made uh, by the Trap God Lore. Trapdoor Ross. Yeah, yeah, trap Okay. Because I didn't want I I've I've seen clips of it, but I thought it was just gonna be one with like still pictures with like King Von, King of the O. Nah, bro. This <laughs> shit like was that. so detailed. I was like, bro, I ain't and this the crazy thing is, ain't he from like Britain or some shit? Yeah, he's from the UK. <laughs> but he he's he does this though, and he puts a lot of uh effort into these joints. because I've watched a couple of them on like the uh Jacksonville shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's pretty good. He's actually pretty funny too. But I haven't watched the King Von one yet. I still got. I, I want to check it out though, bro. This it, it was just sad, bro. Like just because he broke down like all the alleged uh, murders that he was involved with and shit like that. And normally I try not to pay attention to like the action and all that shit. But I was kind of just interested in this one because it seemed like with him he really well at least with this one he really didn't try to make a mockery of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, he just kind of reported the facts and like this thing was like three, three, and three, three hours three and, and 45 hour. minutes or some shit. And I watched yeah. every single second of that shit and just like in awe of what the fuck is going on, bro. That's crazy. I, I don't know if you saw it, but, uh, Trap Lord Ross was doing like a debate with, uh, this guy from Chicago Mm. I don't I forget his name no disrespect I think it was like Chicago Dan I believe I think Van Lathan was moderating it and 
Chicago Dan was saying, hey, people are sliding because of your video. And, and you know, I feel like the video shouldn't have dropped because now it's adding more violence. And, and Traveler Ross was like, man, I'm just reporting on it. I don't know, like... <laughs> I think you should have more energy for the people who's actually doing the killings and the people that's actually making the music. And I wasn't too mad at that because he wasn't really in his videos. He's not exaggerating anything or he's not picking a side or he's not, you know, like, I don't know. Glorifying anything. Yeah. It's just straight facts with, with all his videos. It's nothing too crazy. So I don't know how you can really have that energy for someone who's, just reporting on it. Yeah, I, I see it kind of both ways. Yeah, I do understand why he's just reporting the facts. Um, you know, and he's not like telling people to go out there and join the game. I can see how like un people that don't have direction, kids especially that don't have direction, can mm-hmm. use these videos to become aware of what's going on, the lingo and shit that like that's going on, and try to get involved with it because they seem like they feel like it's cool. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we all didn't seen videos like Gangland. Like, when I was young, I was addicted to watching Gangland and shit like that. Not saying that I wanted to be in a gang, but that mm-hmm. culture was, for some reason, fascinating. And not fascinating in a good way, but it's just like, I ain't never seen anything like that before. I mean, I think with Gangland, it's... It was more fascinating in a sense, like... I guess it was still kind of educational. Mm-hmm. Like you could hear about these gangs and different songs and music and things of that nature. So it's like, oh, it's an opportunity to, I guess, kind of learn more about like what's potentially going on or what's happening. But it didn't make you actually want to go join a gang because you you could see the consequences of the actions and you already knew kind of what came with trying to join the gang. Yeah, and I just think that's why parents are so important. It's just like parents have to instill the the uh, difference between reality and what's right and wrong, and uh, what's like what's reality, and between like the movies and the shit that you're watching and the music and shit like that. You need that moral compass to guide you and direct you and say, "Look, that shit is not what you need to be doing," and and you need to be focused on this other stuff. And without those type of people in your life, you I mean, you get sucked into that life and you like, oh, well, this is the only people that's going to protect me. This is the only people that ride for me and stuff like that. So um, most of like when I was watching the Vaughn documentary, most of the shit that he was doing, it's it's just like a series of back and forth. Like it started off with one person, one kid dying. And then it was like the name the block after him. And then people instigating and antagonizing off that name or saying they smoking a pack or whatever. And then they go kill some of them. And then they get back at that. And this is a whole series of get backs, pretty much. Yeah. And again, the um, the Internet definitely does not help this at all in any way, shape or form. Nope. It's easier to get on your phone and chastise or poke fun at. Uh, uh, people, you're, I don't know, but you're, your enemies, um, people you beefing with and disrespect them and things that they they have going on. And it kind of always keeps tension at an all time high. And it also always makes it easy to not only film the shit that kind of happens, the retaliation, but 
it adds, continues to add fuel to the fire from a disrespect perspective. Like everything just breaks it down to like disrespect. And you, we, I think we kind of know, like when you're younger, you feel like you can't tolerate disrespect in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. And the only way to make sure that it doesn't occur is to make sure that like, I don't know, your name is good or you're feared or people know like you'll do something. Um, and that just kind of adds into it again, as you get, because as you turn into an adult, like some of that stuff, like isn't as serious, you, you pick and choose like what disrespect to respond to, how to respond to it. Because like, it's like, I can't respond to everything. Everything ain't worth it. Sometimes you just got to let some shit be what it is. Yeah. I mean, you look at how we responded to the, you know, when we walking with your shorty and, you know, it's just little kids hopping up on you. A couple of years back, we all would have responded the same. Like you gotta, you gotta fight them. But I think as you get older, you start to realize that some shit ain't worth making a prideful move. Some shit is just like let's get to where we safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just it comes to with age that understanding. Like I don't have to always be the cool guy and shit like that. Like you're not always gonna look at me as a cool guy. I'm not always gonna make the cool decision. Sometimes you just got to make the right decision. Yeah, and that it yeah. I, I, that comes from dr- learning to not lead with, I guess you could say your pride and ego. Mm-hmm. Knowing when to kind of put that to the side, when knowing when to have it or use it, and when not to. Yeah, so I don't know, man. That, that documentary, like I said, was just hella sad, bro. And like you said, a lot of it was tied to social media, just the antagonizing and going back and forth was not a lot of it sparked up because of in-person conversation all of it was social media uh you know going on ig live towards the later part of the doc and uh just tweeting in the earlier part of the doc so it's just sad man sad to see young lives lost like that um and you just think about like what the parents feel like seeing that if they you know if they can watch that or whatever but just seeing a like kid just like made it's like a chapter of the documentary and stuff like that so it's sad what's going on man i hope things get better um but you know it's it's a complicated issue that's gonna take a lot of different hands going into it um what else is going on y'all uh tune into coachella this year no actually i didn't pay attention to any of it i didn't see any streams or any performances yeah, I ran back the Metro one. The Metro one was pretty good. He brought out Future and uh, The Weeknd and uh, somebody else. Uh, 21, I think, was there. Uh, so that was cool. Uh, Frank Ocean was headlining. Uh, they, I guess there was some complications with that. He broke his ankle uh, in a bicycle accident like a week before. So he was scheduled to have like an ice, uh, ice rink on stage. And they had to like melt all the ice and like it's been said, it's been reported that like Coachella is like fed up with Frank Ocean, like like heated for real, for real. Uh, And then like the videos I saw Frank Ocean perform, he didn't even have a mic. He was like jumping up and down, like mouthing the words. I was just like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I seen that. I I saw like majority of his set was like a DJ set where they just played his songs with like different instrumentals, and he was just like, (laughs) nah, mouthing, yeah, just vibing to his own shit. I would have been pissed, bro. You know how much Coachella costs. 
cost, bro. <laughs> Different. I, I, I heard the art, the ice rink was like even a skater, so that wouldn't even have shouldn't have affected him. But then also Justin Bieber was like, "This is such an incredible thing. Frank is amazing," which confused me. I feel like when artists have a certain aura, niggas just think whatever and they do. It's just like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> y'all didn't get the message. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't understand. But I heard he like. Turned the ice skaters into he like they were practicing for months, <laughs> and then the day of the show is like, no, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. So they were just walking around him for like the first ten minutes of the show. Nah, I would have nah. beat his ass. Nah, hell no, nah, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, that that's fucked up, man. Uh, and people people are like having like little debates whether people are coddling Frank because you know he barely pops out and he's going through some things. I think his his brother died recently. I think. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So, I mean, he's going through some things. So, I'll give him a pass on that. But do you feel like he owes more to the people that pay one pay for him to uh to come see him, and then two are real fans of him that you know just want to see him just in general, and to the Coachella uh, people that booked him to perform. Yeah, I feel like for this performance, for Coachella in particular, he definitely owed more. That was a terrible performance. Mm-hmm. There's, and there's no way I like I'm I'm not gonna give him bail because literally no one's asking you to put on dance moves or anything. We know you're Frank Ocean. Just sit there and sing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's nothing. You don't have to go over the top. But he from from the stuff that I've seen, it looked like he mailed it in, and it looked like he knows that he could get away with doing that because he is Frank Ocean, and he has this you know aura legend status which. Me personally, I feel like he doesn't quite deserve right now. Mm-hmm. You don't think Blind and uh, Channel Orange is enough for legend status? No, it is not. Not to ah, me. No. Okay. Nope. Nope. Ch- Channel Orange is a classic. Great album. Blind is a classic, nigga. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Blind is not a classic. I don't care what. I know a, a lot of people, a lot of Frank Ocean fans, they love that album. They say, oh my God, it's so. It is not a classic. It is not. There's some songs on there I am not listening to. I, don't, I, I don't mean, it's songs on every album you don't listen to, but it's a, a very good amount of songs that you can run them back 10, 15 years from now. Blind is a great album. It is not a classic. It's not. All right. It's not. There's there's songs on that album I love. I love Self Control. I love Nights. Uh, what else? Nikes is cool. Uh, pink and white. Pink and white. But there it, there's some other shit on there that nah, I'm good on. I mean, okay. So how many projects do you feel like needs to be completed to be considered legend? Shit, you gotta you gotta put some work in. I say you legend status. Give us four great albums. Is Lauryn Hill a, uh, a legend? And that was going to be my next point. Uh, I I, un- and, I do I do and that's debatable. I, and I <laughs> get the fuck out of that. No, no, I can't do that. I can't do that with Lauryn Hill. The reason I can't do that with Lauryn Hill because she technically ha- has two classics. I feel like if you have two classics, you're good. So is Nostalgia it. Ultra not a classic? Hell no. And you know that shit ain't no classic. What? That's not a classic. No, it is not. Novocaine. We all try swim good. American Wedding. What? It has it has great songs. That's not a classic album. 
All right. <laughs> it's not a classic album. Come on. You would you would call that a classic album? I would call that a classic. Strawberry Queen. Nature Feels. Dust. No, not, not, now you're naming now you're just naming regular songs. That's it's not it's not a classic, man. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very good album. It is. I like it, but it ain't Channel Orange is the one that's like, all right. That shit is damn near perfect. But four but classics not Drake don't got four classics. No, no, no. I didn't say four classics. I said four great albums. I mean, so we just named what three uh, out of his yeah. what? He doesn't have a bad one. So how, how many do you want him to have? Drop another one. All right. And, and when, <laughs> this and, is and, arbitrary, bro. This is arbitrary number. Then, of course, of course. This is just my opinion. I don't think he's a. I can't call him a legend right now. I can't call you a legend if you drop a project every what eight years. You don't perform. Like we we rarely see him. I can't call him a legend just off his mysteriousness. I don't like that shit. I don't like I, when uh, niggas. I don't like when niggas get the legend status off mysteriousness. I, I kind of understand that. I, that's under, why I think we get Frank. I understand what you're saying. I understand that his like mysterious aura uh, adds to his like mystique and his like people mm-hmm. wanted to elevate him. I I totally understand that. But to say that it's not deserved from the the quality of his music, like him dropping every five years, is okay with niggas because they know that the the quality of that album is going to be amazing. Is that true, or is it because they just have been conditioned to know that's all they're going to get? Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> like we just ran off what was on blind. Before that, we ran off what was on Channel Orange. Well, we can't run off what was on Channel Orange. We, we can, but we, it's, it's no. We we are. Chanel know. came out 2017. Amazing single. Like he he makes great music, bro. When he make when he makes it, but so, he doesn't like he doesn't. I can't call him a legend yet. I just can't. It's it's weird, but he, he still feels like a new artist to me because he just doesn't drop enough. Does he have a fifteen? Frank Ocean? Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, how many how many artists got a fifteen? How many that you're not that calling a legend? I feel like there's a few. There's some. <laughs> that, that, I w- bro, Omarion got maybe eight, bro. And Omarion, will, will oh, we call Omarion a legend? Wait, hold on. Omarion got more than eight. Bro, we what just kind of we legend? just seen we just seen a Marion versus. It's tears to legends. Let's, but that's what I'm saying. It's tears to legends. So Frank Ocean would be on one of those tears. Um, okay, maybe tears isn't the right word. It's, is Frank Ocean a better has a better? Does Frank Ocean have a better legacy of music than than Amaria? I would say no. Okay. All right. Well, you, know, uh, you got to think about the years. Amari Omar, got legend status because he has a whole bunch. He has top 10 singles with B2K. And then, you know, he did his solo shit too. And He's I guess put with, years in. With Omari, I'm also in, including the impact of B2K. I, <laughs> I mean, I guess did. did B2, because you can't deny the impact that I guess B2K had during their time of whatever their run was. No, I'm not trying to downplay Omarion or B2K at all. I'm agreeing that Omarion is a legend, but in the same token, I'm big enough Frank because it's, it hasn't been convinced. I think that the thing that people hold against Frank is it's not the conventional R&B superstar. 
He's not a Chris Brown where he gonna make pop on the on the radio records. But that doesn't take away how impactful his music has been and how popular his music has been. He's his he has one of the largest fan bases probably in whatever genre you want to put him in. He has one of the largest, and I and I think he's great. And I love his music. I don't want that to be confused. I just feel like a part of me feels he is overrated and i think it's because of his fan base i feel like it's it's just it's just more about his mystique than what he actually delivers okay. but you know yeah. that's just my opinion I, yeah i i kind of i kind of I, I think i kind of feel the same maybe not as strongly but i understand what he means by it. it's almost as it's one of those things where those artists who stay away from a long time when they come back and they drop something it's it usually feels like their fan bases are the ones who no matter what it is they're going to push it forward and it's it's just i don't know it's i don't know how to what's the what the best way to put it it's like it's regardless of what they do where when they put it out people are going to lose their shit and people are going to just make sure they always you see it you see it it's it's they don't miss. It's kind of that, and and when you know you're getting that with an artist, it's hard to not look at it a little. I don't know, a little bit jaded, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, hey, I'm I'm open to it, but I I think for me, I would say that you can't deny how popular this man is um but hey uh i think he dropped out of coachella this week they say he got a, they got a surprise first blink 182 was supposed to replace him but then uh they said no nah. so they said now nah, it's a surprise headline for tonight so hopefully it's not Drake again uh because we don't want to repeat a last time <laughs> this might be better because at least they know going in that he's not gonna be there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it might not be that bad. But I am interested to see if they if they just make one eighty two launches. Even 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 that, like if you think about the time when Drake went out at the uh, Tyler shit, yeah, whatever Camp Flognog, and they thought it was gonna be Frank, and you get Drake, like that's more of. Uh, that's like a fan based thing. Maybe maybe Frank fans just are kind of in that realm of somewhat annoying. All right, no, 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 I can't go there. It's just niggas was you. If I go to see an Isley Brothers show, I'm gonna be mad when Money Bag Yo come out. It's just two different <laughs> niggas, bro. I'm not, I don't want to see Drake right now. But Harrison <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> Money Bag, yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna be hated, bro. <laughs> but it it wasn't a Frank show. I, I understand that, but if I. You have to realize what I'm. I have my mind wrapped around to going to see. That's what I'm. That's what I was trying to get across. But I guess that's the thing. That's why that's they're the problem because that's that's a large scale of delusion. Is it like though? you you and you in your mind say, oh, this is this special guest is gonna be Frank Ocean. I can't wait to see Frank Ocean. You're telling yourself Frank Ocean's gonna be there. You have no clue Frank Ocean's gonna be there. Oh well, yeah. That on that end, if you make it like that, yes. But I'm saying if I 
if I knew, okay, so I was thinking of a different one. Like if if I knew Frank Ocean was gonna be there, and then Drake comes and just replaces Frank Ocean, that no, that's no, when no. I'm like, nah, bro, like this ain't this ain't acceptable. I mean, yes, if they, if, if that occurs without any proper forewarning, cool. I, I'm I understand the frustration behind that. You're not getting what you wanted. Mm. Um. But no, I was I was more so referring to like the camp flognog and their reaction there to that. Yeah, I forgot that, I, that they they assumed that Frank Ocean was gonna be there. Yeah, they they just don't Frank fans they don't they don't get to see him perform as much. I think the last time he performed was 2017 mm-hmm. or something like that. So that's like <laughs> they're gonna be hungry for any chance of this dude performing. They're gonna go crazy, which I understand. If that's your favorite artist, man, you you hype to see him, but. He got to deliver, man. I feel like he was real disappointed for that Coachella shit. Yeah, that was fucked up. I ain't gonna lie, no. Uh, speaking of R&B, Superstars and Omarion, uh, what's going on with your boy Marcus Houston, man? What what kind of nasty campaign he got going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is, does he have a... Is he rolling something out? What, what what is going on? I'm seeing he's doing interviews, doing like a behind the music of him marrying a 18 year old. Is what what's happening? Yeah. So for those of the, before I answer that, for those that don't know, Marcus Houston um has been like very quiet for a long time now. Uh, it's been allegations going on that he met his current wife when she was like what 16 or something like that. Uh, and he, I think he had to be at that time 30, 35, 36, 35, 34. I think they got married or he got with her when she was 18 and he was like 36. That's when they got married. Something somewhere along those lines, but he started dating. Yeah. He met her way before she was 18 and like Mm -hmm. she was like, she like ran away from home and stuff like that. Like she was missing for a long time. It's just nasty, nasty rumors and dark clouds surrounding this whole relationship. But, uh, he finally popped out, did a couple interviews, just asking him about like this whole situation. Does he feel like it's weird for you to be around such a young woman and marrying such a young woman? First of all, what do y'all feel about marrying somebody the second they turn 18? That's that's incredibly nasty behavior, and that's that is insane for for a forty year old man. Come on, bro, that's that's grooming. That is the definition right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really that easy. It, it's if you're, I feel like if you're anywhere over twenty one and you're waiting on anybody to turn eighteen, it's nasty. Yeah. So I think we can all be in agreement there. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, him popping out. I guess his reasoning. He says that older women come with a lot of baggage, um, whether it be kids, baby daddy drama, and shit like that. And that's why he doesn't want to deal with older women. And a lot of a lot of older men that date young women like this feel like that. They feel like with younger women, you can mold them to how you want your wife to be. Yeah, but that's nasty. Like, I, I, it's, it's, it's weird because, it's like, how don't you realize how nasty that sounds? Like, it's when if you have a woman who's properly been through life and has been on the earth enough time to have had a substantial amount of experiences, yeah, they're gonna come 
with more things and you are going to come with more things as well. But if you're trying to find somebody younger with less experiences to help mold them into what you think a wife should be like, that's, it's, it's, it's gross. Yeah. I mean, we all see what it is. It's a manipulation play. Like they want somebody that can manipulate and doesn't have experience in dealing with men that are like this and stuff like that. But I'm going to play devil devil's advocate just for the sake of conversation for the people that say, Hey, it's legal. They're 18. Um, and that's the way I like my relationship to work. What do you say to them? Um, I say you're still a freak. <laughs> you don't call him a freak to his face. You you are still a freak. If just because I mean, if you are saying it's legal, she's 18, it's legal. It's like, yeah, but you're still like you're 30 something, you're 35 plus. Mm. Like, what do you actually have in common? What is it that you can see in this child i mean 18 is still it's legal but it's still a child like i think as we continue to get older we you realize like just because you're 18 21 20 even shit 24 you're still somewhat of a kid what is it that you see and find so appealing and interesting at your big age in a kid yeah and it's crazy that like anywhere i go now I never stumble into no conversation with no 18 and 19 year olds, bro. <laughs> like you've never like been to a bar or been anywhere and I'm talking, I'm like, oh, how old are you? And then she'd be like 18. <laughs> I never went into that conversation, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like where where can you go that drinking in 18 year olds is even a thing anymore? Like you gotta be 21 mostly to get into most bars in the States, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it's a bar, bar, yes, yeah. I, I mean, was, there are restaurants and bars and places, but even oh, then, yeah. you, you, you still shouldn't. I, I, it's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, bro. I, I just brought it up because it's, this is crazy behavior. But some people think like that. Some people like, look, what do we have in common? We have a family in common. Like she, she raises my kids. She's my wife, and you know she, you know, take care of the house. Like that's what we have in common. And people say they did it back in the day. So it's a lot of pushback with people that believe in this type of stuff. People believe in dating younger women. Mm-hmm. I, well, I guess it's even. It starts with like, where do you hang? Where do you have enough of in common to even start dating? I'm, like, what is it that you find? so appealing even in let's say your talking stages well i think those men they looking for just two things like how how she looks and if she carries her well carries herself well enough to raise kids they don't think about like the the act they don't think about women as like an equal as like a like we need to have a, a relationship. We need to talk. We need to be best friends. They look at, hey, I need somebody at the crib to raise kids, and you know, look at somebody I'm attracted to. In Marcus's case, he said they had Jehovah in common. He, he said they was their love for Jehovah. I know you fooling because you said Jehovah. <laughs> you would have just said Jesus. <laughs> no, they're they're Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> he said Jehovah, man. Yeah, he's a Jehovah's Witness. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you got listen, hold on, maybe, maybe they had you know what I'm saying. Uh, well, rel- and we know what religion does to people. 
So yeah. that can really, you know what I'm saying? If 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 you're really big into religion, you meet somebody who has that same passion and love for the religion as you. You might be Have, overlooking and something. We, we really got to flip that. It's not what religion do to you. It's what people do to religion. It's how they use it for their benefits. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And didn't okay? Didn't they say he met her through like a friend? Oh yeah, close. Uh, he, that's what he said. He said they had friends in common, <laughs> which is like, come on. Dude. I don't got no what? friends in common with no eighteen-year-olds. <laughs> it's it's I'm, in in my like I understand people. Gonna, he's gonna say it's legal, but like. I, <laughs> How it, I feel like it was it should be hard for you to have friends, adult friends, as a 36 year old person dating 18, 19 year old. Yeah. Like what in what instance or moment would people want to hang out with you? Why would they want to hang out with you? No, that's real. Uh. Like you yeah. can't even you can't even do like a dinner because your your wives your friends' wives aren't going to talk to your nineteen year old whatever. Yeah, that that'd be interesting combo, bro. bro I'm telling you, <laughs> why you put me in a room? <laughs> like they they know the and you know the wives the other wives are gonna look like you as a nasty freak, so they're not trying to entertain this young girl. <laughs> You like crayons, baby? (laughs) All they all they gonna do is fuck around talking about real housewives. Maybe. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, this is just one of those things Marcus shouldn't have never he should have never said that. He should have stayed low. Yeah, stay stay low. Stay low like hoes. He did that one nasty TV one series that nothing good ever comes from. It is what it is, man. Uh, but I hope I don't ever catch none of my niggas doing no, no nasty shit like that, bro. We got to bring back shame. It's us. That's really what it comes down to. Real shit. Uh, we had a um incident this week, or uh, maybe uh, early this week, um, where uh, it was a picture in the MLB. Um, his wife, his pregnant wife, got on a plane with their kids. They you got like little kids and toddlers and shit, and. I guess one of the little kids threw like popcorn all on the ground and stuff like that. Um, I guess the flight attendants wasn't going <laughs> and they made the wife clean it up. And the picture got on Twitter and complained about it, saying, how dare y'all make my pregnant wife clean up this popcorn uh, and stuff like that. And, and, you know, trying to get comp for the tickets and stuff like that and ca- cause the outrage on the on the airline. Do y'all feel like the airline, the flight attendants were in the right or the wrong? <sighs> Damn, this might sound crazy, but all first rip, I think they in the wrong, dog. You're not going to, you're not going to make my wife have to, forcing somebody to clean it up is a little, <laughs> I feel a way about that. It seems a little degrading. I'm not going to lie. Because how did they do it? <laughs> well, I, I think that they were saying that we're not taking off or something like somehow they made them clean it up before they they went to where they were going. Nah, that's I don't know. I don't know the all the duties of a flight attendant, but I feel like if if some if a kid throws some popcorn on the ground, if it's that big of a deal, pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Just, but you know who's what I'm picking it up? 
the flight attendant. I feel like it's not no. their job to be picking up after <laughs> your messy ass. Like I kind of, I kind of get it because it's like, why I'm not gonna be stuck picking up after your messy ass kid. You can't just. I do understand if you feel like you're overwhelmed. It's like it's just me. But also at the same time, like nah, fuck that. Yeah, that's that's where two two sides of the debate have been so far. It's just like, look, I'm not cleaning up after your kid after he decided to do this bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, you make it more mess for me for for no reason. And then the yeah. other side mm-hmm. is like, this woman pregnant, like you could just pick up that damn popcorn. Like, <laughs> I, I see that side too. Yeah, I I understand. If I was a flight attendant, I would be extremely pissed. But I, it, this seems like something that just falls in line with hey, if you work for for a place that deals with customers and people, this type of shit's gonna happen. And I I don't think I've seen a flight attendant force somebody to clean after themselves. Mm. But I, I mean, maybe it should be done. It just seems a little bit crazy. I mean, you just can't let people just get away with shit. Yeah. Like you, you have to. I think even as a flight attendant, you still are, you still want to be respected in some regard. Like you're not there to clean up after. I mean, I guess, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't even think you're there to clean up after anyone, anyone, because they have people who clean the planes. Yes, they do come through with the carts, but it's like that's it. I shouldn't be picking up your food off the floor. Yeah, and I think it was one of those situations where the shit just got extreme. Like, they'll come by with the trash and stuff. Like, you need to throw some trash out and stuff like that. But if your toddler just throwing popcorn all over the place, then that's going to get a little wild. And it's just like, hey, bro, like, this is on you. You did this. And so I think the pregnancy aspect kind of adds a different factor into it which is why i said it's like i'm kind of like in the middle like if my pregnant wife was forced to like clean up some shit i'd feel like some type of way too but it's just like one of those stuffs that you kind of have to understand like your kid was wilding as well i'll make a kid clean it up (laughs) (laughs) i need to see how much popcorn it was because that that will really help me uh i don't think i don't think it really matter if if it's like a couple uh couple kernels, you better not tell my wife to pick up after that. <laughs> like, are you hey, serious? If all right, here's, step here's the thing, over then, right? Here's the thing. Right, if you feel like I shouldn't tell your wife to do that, then get your badass treat raise some better kids. How about that? Get them train them, train up your little runs. <laughs> and this is how fights happen. This when, and this is how nobody's getting to their destination. No, nah, but but like we got we gotta keep it for real. Like, don't be mad at me because I said your wife gotta clean up after your kids. If if your kids did some fuck shit, then stop raising fuck ass kids. Hey man, hold on. Now, if, if this is if this is a toddler, bro, come on. You know how toddlers are. They're gonna they're gonna be a little messy. They might do some, you know, some bullshit, but I don't know how I feel about a flight attendant telling my kid to pick some shit up. Let me handle that. If 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 it's really that big a deal, you know, I, I'll tell them. But forcing it, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I mean, because okay, if you look at the situation, how did it get to the point where they had to force her to pick it up? Yeah, it had to that, be a some, lot. Some, something. I don't know. Something must have happened in between. She must have just left it on the floor. She must have just tried to ignore it. For them to say, you know, you need to pick this up, because like you were saying, if it's only a little bit of popcorn, pregnant or not, 
a parent would usually try to like pick up the pieces and put them somewhere on a plane and just get it off the ground because you're still an adult. So yeah. to the point where you have to damn near get reprimanded to clean some shit up is you might have been on some fuckery too. It had to be one of those situations where it had to be like an aisle, like a pile in the aisle or some shit in a safety hazard or something like that for the plane. In my mind, I'm envisioning the, the kid doing one of them little Benny the Bull situations with the pile. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see four or five different pieces. I saw some Benny the bullshit. They they hit the garrets right before and just built the whole tub. Like, no, you gonna clean this tub? Yeah, no, it had to be ridiculous, bro. Honestly. Oh, but uh, speaking of playing activity, man, what's going on with your boy designer, bro? Uh, supposedly he, he uh checked himself into a an inpatient mental facility uh because he was having some mental issues and he exposed himself to his people on his flight um well first off i think he got off a little easy because <laughs> i thought normally you get arrested for this type of shit yeah no honestly i think this might just be the cleanup this might be what's keeping him from jail yeah uh yeah, I don't. Yeah, normally you can't just be like, "Oh, I'm wild in my bed. I'm gonna check myself into a mental mental illness. I gotta go. I'm gonna check." <laughs> yeah. it. You still will be mentally ill in jail. You put your dick out on the plane. Yeah, but I, I mean, I kind of assumed he was kind of mentally ill, like from the start of his career. Blah! Yeah, he yeah. was just saying gibberish, like fucking <laughs> Tasmanian devil and shit, bro. He was like, he was like that little kid off the wild thornberries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking like they fucking crash bandicoot joint. He <laughs> yeah. was wild. When I seen him, um, I think the last time I, I saw him was when takeoff passed. Was he like crying? Oh crying yeah, yeah. On he camera, I, I, I listen. Anytime anybody cries on their phone, I think you off. Yeah, something's up, man. I don't like I don't like people recording their tears on, and then still deciding to upload it. You ain't never sent a, a video you crying to like a chick you trying to get back with. Fam, come on. <laughs> Videos myself crying and sending it to her? Yeah. <laughs> she ain't taking me back after that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't live without you. <laughs> that type of shit. You know, you got nah, you gotta be smart. Shit like that's gonna hit the group chat. Mm. And then you gonna try to beg for her back. Get your crybaby ass out of here. You like, how she know? <laughs> nah, what but one of her friends gonna give you sympathy though. No, they not. At least one no. of them. I think one of them's gonna be dumb enough to be like, hey. I feel him on this. Hey, yeah. and you know which friend that is? The friend she don't listen to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. But uh what's going on with Love is Blind, man? Uh, uh Donna, did y'all did you get to start watching yet? I haven't I haven't watched the episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna start today. Nice. Right, so Wait, go spoil it. I ain't gonna pause. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to need to knock that out. No, no, no. I'm doing it. We gonna try to uh get it done by this week. Right, it's it's oh man, that show was something else. It was, bro. This this the dude uh, you're gonna you're gonna see it's a dude named Marshall on there. <laughs> he's just all types of I ain't gonna lie, he's weird. He <laughs> <laughs> he's weird. He's weird. Like, like he's gonna come off as like this good dude, but like if you take a step back, like he's kinda weird. <laughs> man, people been saying this season was crazy. So I'm I'm ready to see what's up with it. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I think he is a good dude, but all good dudes have 
it, okay. Well, what one thing we can say without spoiling it is uh, mm-hmm. he has a he has a little controversy now. Um, okay. Pretty much where his old tweets came up, kind of shaming black women and stuff like that. Uh, tweets are from like 2014, so he's two, 27, I believe now. So he would have been eighteen. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know how that go, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and I keep telling people, like, when when shit like that happens, you have to first of all, you have to look at the age. When I was eighteen, I was saying some wild ass shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Does does that mean like if I said some shit like that, does that mean that I don't love black women or no? It's just that over the course of our lives, we learned a lot of anti black rhetoric, anti not anti women, but like misogynistic rhetoric that we repeated and we uttered. But does that mean that we can't unlearn that shit and learn how that shit is harmful? No. Yeah. I think yeah. that them sticking a Marshall hates black women label on him is crazy, bro. No, I yeah, I didn't agree with that. I just still think he's a weirdo for how he decided to handle that situation. Uh he, what do you mean? He, so basically he went on Instagram, this was like yesterday, and he was like, I apologize for the old words, blah, 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 blah. Um, from that, I want to apologize for some of the black women in my life. And it was like multiple like Insta stories of like a photo with like him and like, I don't know, a friend or a whatever black woman he was. And he would, he would put their name to like, you always, he put like a little excerpt and then at the bottom it was, I apologize. <laughs> Right, he might, he might, he might still mean it. <laughs> and it was like it was literally seven to eight, six, seven, eight of those where it was legit. Just an excerpt. I apologize at the very bottom, like over the picture. Yeah, that, that I didn't see that. Now, that's weird. As fuck. <laughs> you don't have to address every black woman in your life, bro. Just say I'm my bad, bro. <laughs> Wait, so so this dude's white? No, this is no, black. he's black. Oh shit. Yeah. Let me see. What was the what was the one that he put on there that was like the first one that like made me because I, I even he had a um like a podcast. He went on a podcast this week or last week, one of them two. Um was like Nick Vital or something like that. He he usually does like the I don't know, those reality shows, like has those cast members come on there. Mm. Um even even then it was kind of weird. But even so he put on here like on, the, on there, he was like, Yeah, are you in like in a relationship singing about it? He's like, Not right now. I'm just kind of like figuring out me and how to navigate life outside of this, you know, with this new fame, blah, 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 blah. Long story short, <laughs> in his little story, he put last but not least, this queen, Shay. You deserve the biggest apology out of them all. You have been sidelined by me for reasons that I can't even begin to explain. You stuck by me even when I pushed you away. Never again, heart emoji. That's sure he dated her now, right? I think so. Okay. Oh, my bad. Yeah, my bad. But even then, he be doing weird, cringy shit like that. Even on the podcast thing, they were talking about like the sexualness of him and Jackie. And he was like, don't be confused. I'm a freak. Yeah, I see that shit. I'm a freak. <laughs> Uh, he's like, sorry, mama, but I'm a freak. I'm, I'm a, I'm a freak. Okay, she gonna act like I wasn't putting it down. <laughs> <Get Yeah. this. laughs> wow. No, but this season was definitely it was, it was pretty good. Uh, 
I'm a, I'm anxious to see what what's gonna happen with you know the people, but uh, we'll move on so we don't spoil it for anybody that's want to watch. But y'all got a week, <laughs> so, Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm checking it out. All right, but uh, what's the most uh, what's the poorest shit you ever did, bro? Uh, this is a this is a topic on the timeline this week, or that you ever seen somebody do. Poor damn. outside of stealing. Yeah, I mean it could be stealing if that's the poorest shit you ever seen somebody do. Like I know me, I I had <laughs> oh god, I've had, I had a lot of poor moments, bro. I've been I've been deep in the depths of poverty. So uh, I remember it was a time where I was eating strictly Dollar Tree food. So I would eat like Dollar Tree steaks. Uh, like it was like strictly Dollar Tree food. Like I would get a a pack of spaghetti from Dollar Tree and a pack of Dollar sauce and make that stretch for like three days, bro. I'm not gonna lie, that makes sense. But you saying I'm going, you trying to mix in poverty with like a like some luxury by getting a, a dollar tree steak it's just the part that never made sense bro let me that that steak was as thin as styrofoam bro <laughs> i don't know why I got, because i and it was at a point where i was eating so much spaghetti and ramen and shit like that that i wanted to switch it up so i get like some jambalaya they had jambalaya them zataran jambalaya packs cut up some hot dogs put it in or some uh they had them sausages i cut them in there that's a two dollar meal but that'll last you all day Oh my god, you mm-hmm. sausages too? Yeah, bro. Like, bro, I told you, I was in the deeps, deep in the depths of property, bro. Yeah. Like, poor, poor. There was some rough times, man. Yeah. I remember eating fucking chicken nuggets, no sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you just eating straight chicken nuggets. That shit was rough. <laughs> Did not have one condiment in the fridge. <laughs> bro, that shit brought you character, though, bro. You like to appreciate shit. Like, I was eating cereal. I buy those like big ass stupid cereal packs that come in on the uh, bags and just eat cereal with no milk bro just eat it like all day and, bro it so yeah that's probably the poorest thing i ever done with some dollar tree steaks that was that was ridiculous i must have stole a single uh pack of fruit snacks out of a box in <laughs> <laughs> the grocery store <laughs> I was like, oh, I can get away with this. Let me just slide this out. <laughs> and I've done a lot. I feel like I've done a lot of poor shit. Yeah. I remember when Burger King was looking out for niggas. They had like twenty uh, chicken nuggets for like a dollar ninety nine. Lord, y- y'all gonna be a part of a class action suit? There's, there's, yes, no, there's no way you giving away real nuggets. Twenty four dollars is actually chicken. Those rat nuggets, bro. Y'all were y'all were eating some type of fetuses. <laughs> that was definitely rat nuggets, bro. I swear to God. Uh, but no, it's it's always some poor shit when I see people save grease. And back in the day, you had to do that shit. But now, when I see it, I'll be like, you are fucking poor. <laughs> you're not gonna get any advice to any fries after this. <laughs> somebody, you're gonna see some. You're gonna start judging when they pour the grease back in. Oh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah. Damn, what else is something that uh, what else is something that I guess you would consider poor? <laughs> you you open a country crock uh butter container, it's fucking like some peas and some shit in there. Oh, like what the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, okay, is it, it what how do y'all feel about old country buffet? That ain't poor, man. That's just that's a good living right there. Shooters, old country buffet used to hold niggas down. <laughs> You're going to old, are you going to old country buffet now? 
I, I know. I was never. Mm, not not necessarily. I don't think I ever. I don't think I've been to a buffet in a long ass time. But that's because of COVID and all that shit. Uh, but I don't. I don't necessarily see buffets as like poor. No poverty it, type shit. Would you put Old Country Buffet in the same like? That's like Cracker Barrel and Golden Corral. No. So you I, think it's I, tears? Yeah, I feel like. Buffets are um a part of the it's buffets are like one tier above fast food. Oh, okay. So you said all buffets? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't see a problem going mm. to buffets. Ah, yeah, but like you said, I haven't been. I think since the pandemic, that's just been kind of like over with. Yeah, I don't remember the last buffet I've, I've been to. I really don't really just like mass produced food like that. Yeah, it always kind of tastes funny. Mm-hmm. You go to a good, like I remember we used to go to the buffets in college, like uh, Chinese buffets. Uh, oh. just the whole niggas down. Bruh. That was that was Bruh. poverty. <laughs> Bruh. Them shits. Wasn't them things like what fourteen dollars all you can eat? Yeah, man. That shit was. Oh, oh man, niggas just used to recap the weekend and just be up in there eating hibachi yeah. and shit. <laughs> and that shit was fire. I don't, I don't care what anybody. That shit was good. Yeah, I think I can right. do. I think I could do a Chinese buffet. I feel like that's a little bit different for some reason. Because yeah. usually their shit is like kind of like that, whether you get it regular or not. Mm-hmm. You kind of sit for a minute. Yeah, so I don't know. I just want to see what the poor shit y'all ever done, man. Uh, somebody want to talk about beef? Oh, uh, the show. Yeah. It was more so the show. Mm. Uh, has everybody seen it, finished it? Yeah. Yeah, I finished it. What was good with that ending? Oh, I guess for those who don't know, Beef is a show on Netflix um, that starts off based around <laughs> road rage. Um, it kind of goes left toward the ending. It's it's a good it's a good watch. Ten episodes, thirty minutes or so each. If you're looking for new content, but you mean like the very ending or like leading up to like the last episode? The last two. Mm, yeah, I, I wasn't necessarily a huge fan of the ending. I understood it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, don't I, I feel like it's no good way to end that show, especially with, with what happened. I think I saw that they're thinking about doing another season. Yeah, they have three lined up. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't too mad at the ending. I think it was a solid way to wrap that season up. But if they're gonna do more, then I'm definitely down to see what, what goes on. Because there's a lot of loose ends that they ain't, you know, that are still out there. Hey, y'all wasn't attracted to Shorty? Who? Uh, what's what's the main character now? Oh, uh, oh, Ali Long? Yeah. She's she's not bad. She's she's not bad. She I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm, I'm say no. Man, when she was masturbating with the G-Lock... Shit, I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, I'm not bro. gonna lie. Hey. <laughs> so strangely, that turned me off. <laughs> you a Marcus Houston freak? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it was a high show, man. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, like I like like that was an original premise. I felt like we ain't never seen we've never seen something like that before. Uh, it was entertaining. It was funny. It was light. You know mm-hmm. that, that type of shit. So it was cool. Uh, one thing that 
was kind of I don't know how I feel about was them people being mad at uh I keep forgetting that name, but the two main characters, Stephen Young and uh what's her name again? Ali Wong. Ali Wong for what that one nigga was doing. In real life. In real life. David Show. Which one's David Show? The He's the a, guy that was locked up. Isaac. Oh, oh, the cousin? Yeah. So apparently, like he had he was on a podcast years back and he documented uh well he says he made up a story about sexually assaulting a, a black woman in a massage massage parlor. And people are calling Ali Wong and Stephen Yoon to like denounce him and to like come out against him and to boycott the show because of what he did. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I didn't what? do the shit. <laughs> nah, bro, that's that's great. When did this happen? Years ago? Yeah, this is like I want to say 2013, 2014, maybe a little bit uh, more recent, but I think it was years back. Yeah, I feel like for certain things, for certain things, you got to catch them when it happens, man. And if not, hey, it is what it is. Hey, I'm, I'm not saying he, he wasn't wrong for saying that. that this yeah. shit was crazy. You can't expect... He says it was just a story, so if it's a story, definitely wrong. Um, But if this happened in real life, he's for sure wrong. He needs to be fucking in jail. Uh, I mean, but it's also it's like certain things you... Uh, I'm assuming at this point when he said it, he was still a full blown adult. Mm. So you should know it's just certain things you shouldn't even joke around with. No, that's that's very true. And I'm not like I'm not making an excuse for it. Um, but I'm just saying, like, like we said earlier, how we used to tweet crazy shit. We tweeted shit that was in that vein back early Twitter. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think that's what my point. Like, it, it's different if you're just like, all right, let's give a grace to like somebody who's kind of young and was a kid when they said it. Mm-hmm. But for an ad- adult, you can't really, it's harder to be like, oh, yeah, let's give a pass to this full-blown adult who said some wild shit when they were adult. Uh, but but you would say that even when they, like when it comes to Twitter, like, you know how Twitter was just a different, it was a lot different than what it is now. And there were adults that were tweeting shit and it was just, it was kind of just how people joked at that time. Like, would you give them a pass off that? Um, I think it depends, honestly. Like, I, I think it's certain things that it's like, all right, it's easier to give passes on. But to make up a story, I guess, to say about assaulting or somebody, sexually assaulting a woman is like, it's kind of one of those topics. Where it's like, how much, how graceful are you supposed to really be? Yeah, and so I mean, if we call him out for it, I don't have no problem with that. I'm not saying don't call him out for it, but to hold me responsible as his yeah. co-star, that's yeah. that's fucking bullshit. Like I, I'm just, I did this movie to get money. I don't know nothing about. I'm not looking into all my co-stars' history and podcasts. Listen to all of them before I do this. Like nigga, I'm not saying nothing. Like that's on him. Address him. The only, the only yeah. way to address it moving forward is to. I'm assuming remove him from any future seasons. Yeah. Oh, and that would be bad because I feel like he has a central part in this. Like he he's gonna be a villain all the time yeah. <laughs> in the next season. 
<laughs> they low-key need his ass. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I just thought that was kind of wild. But uh, any other things that we want to talk about? Quick, quick uh, question. What's the most beautiful song you ever heard? Um, uh, damn, it's a few. Voyage to Atlantis is one. Mm, great pick. I saw uh, what's I don't know how to pronounce her name. Guapale. Yes. Closer. Yes. Yes. That's definitely up there. I saw that as one. Uh, Common. Come close. No. (laughs) Common can't get one, bro. (laughs) Come close. He's putting up those signs and shit. Hey, but that was was beautiful. I I know most people would say John Redcore. Mm, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's 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 for sure. We need some Um, more summer music, man. Damn, it's it's a few that I feel like I've come across. Is uh, what goes into a beautiful song? It's like how it sounds, how it makes you feel, like everything kind of in totality. Yeah, it got to be like airy, and like you got like this airy presence, but it's also beautiful lyrics. Uh, it just makes you feel good about life. Uh, like you oh, said, "Voyage to Atlantis" is the perfect one. It just, uh, we find love, Daniel Caesar. Yeah, that's up there. That shit is beautiful. That type of shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's all I got. Um, I don't really want to discuss Brian and Dylan Brooks. That nigga was fucking horrible <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. That nigga don't deserve to talk shit to nobody else. <laughs> yeah, fuck that nigga, man. Chess nigga. Uh, but yeah, man, we missed any music over the last week, so has it been kind of quiet? Uh, it looks like it's been kind of slow. Oh, young boy drop. Oh, he drops yeah. like every two weeks. <laughs> Was it good? I didn't listen, but mm. oh, NLE Chopper dropped too. That Cottonwood too. That look, said that song he got with Ross on there is I don't know why he did that. Ross or uh, NLE? I don't know why NLE gave put Ross on that beat. He was asking to get smoke. He was gonna get smoke regardless, but it's one of them Ross beats. It was like, oh, he about to. You about to go crazy? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta check it out, man. What the fuck? He got a song on here called Automo Booty. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> These young niggas crazy, man. <laughs> what is going on? I'm gonna listen to Lola Brooks on it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. Automo Booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. I saw a video. It's a Post Malone. Um, single that came out this week. I saw a video that was like shit. It was a white dude too. It was just shitting on Post Malone and other white artists and how they getting to uh, hip hop and you know R and B lanes and just to get like their cool points and then get out of it and shit like that. And that's what I've been saying for the longest, bro. And Post Malone is no exception. Mm-hmm. Like you see it, it's about to happen with uh, what's buddy name? Uh, Jack Harlow. As soon as he get this movie money. <laughs> a rock album coming, bro. Fam, if Jack Harlow does that, man, I, it's, cause I can't see it. Jack seems like he wouldn't do that, but if he does, then yeah. I really ain't trusting no white people. <laughs> you can you can see it with Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know if I can necessarily see it with with Jack. I mean, you see it, you've seen it in so many examples. You've seen it with MGK. You saw it with I mean, even as I mean, this might be a stretch, but Eminem. Eminem got into the lane. Kid Rock did it. Kid Rock tried to play up to the black people and then went straight MAGA. Uh, Eminem kind of... 
Phil Jackson. Yeah, how <laughs> fuck that nigga. But uh, yeah. But Eminem kind of did the same thing where he he was like straight real hip hop, and then went Mountain Dew hip hop. Yeah, no, I, I I see what you're saying. So I don't know, bro. I just don't trust. Like, I hope Jack Harlow don't do it, and it, it'll be weird to imagine Jack Harlow doing that. But it just seems to happen all the time. You jump in like Justin Bieber did it when he needed <laughs> when he needed to get back cool. He went to like the journals period, and then he was like, "All right, I got enough fans now. <laughs> let yeah. me let me clean up Justin my act." Justin Timberlake. Yeah, he, he, ran, boy, he ran to Timberland and ran to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> my boy, uh, Kid Leroy, he had the easy pass. That nigga did that <laughs> shit. Second out, me died. <laughs> yeah. So it's just weird how they use it. Um, you know, they build up their fan base. They were like, all right, well, I got my black fans and now my, I'm starting to get a buzz for being cool. And then I'm like, all right, well, I don't need to do that no more. Miley did it. Uh, it's part of it. <sighs> Um, just a question. It's part of that about as they continue to get older, kind of like maybe other artists do finding different sounds that they find more enjoyable. Similar to like what Yachty is doing. But Yachty also drop just drop holster. So he stands true to him. He just experiment. White artists, they'll they'll drop some shit and then Miley Miley ain't looking back, bro. You'll never see her doing a stepped on my J's of 23, whatever that bullshit she dropped yes. was. <laughs> I wish that, that never should have happened. <laughs> that was a bad moment. <laughs> in the club, in the club, with my J's on. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, I don't know if we'll ever get a journal from Bieber again. Yeah. Because, for some, yeah, for some reason, people feel like if you find God or, you know, you mature, you mature out of hip hop. And for us, for black artists, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, you can't be like Jay-Z 53. So now he needs to be moving on to fucking what? what is it to move on to? Jesus rap? No. So, that That's my point. So I agree with the video. Um, and it's it's gonna be interesting to see what happens from there. So, uh, anything else to talk about before we get about it? Um, nah, I think we could. All right, man. Well, uh, like always, man, we enjoy. Um, not we enjoy, but we appreciate y'all for uh listening, man. We hope everybody has a great weekend. Oh shit, we didn't do shout outs. Shout outs, man. Uh, don't know what you got, bro. Uh, I'm gonna shout out shit. I'm gonna shout out Ashanti and uh, Nelly, man. I saw I saw that they got back together, man. It's it's always good to you know see power couples like that be happy. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out to them, man. Good hey, to see. When you see your girl looking like that after she left you, sometimes you got to circle back, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he put the work in, man. You know what I'm saying? No, and Nelly, a legend, man. He is. He is, man. First uh, rap album I got, and I'll scream like uh, I was fucking just won a million dollars or some shit, bro. So, <laughs> shout out to uh, Nelly. Uh, any other shout outs for you? No, that was it. All right. Uh, see, what you got. Um, I'm going to do a shout out to the Dodgers first, I guess. The, um, should have mentioned last week, but they each year since, I guess, 2019, 2020. Um, they re-signed Andrew Tolles, who so that he can, uh, who was 
I guess, unhoused and diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar in 2019. Um, so they re-signed him just so he can have access to like team insurance and mental health services. So I feel like that's one of the rare cases of even when you can't, you know, produce for your old employer, your company, whoever it was, them still taking the time to look out for you. So I got to give him a shout out on that. Okay, I got a couple shout outs and I, I just realized I missed a few stories, but it is what it is. Uh, shout out to Juvenile, man. Uh, sometimes confusion can lead to good things. Somebody uh, reached out to him on Twitter and said that he should have a tiny desk. And he, he was like, what the fuck is a tiny desk? <laughs> I ain't having that shit. And then uh, people explained it to him and he was like, yeah, y'all give me 10,000 retweets or whatever. I have a tiny desk. So. Uh, niggas made that happen on Twitter, and he got a tiny desk coming up, man. So, what's what's the songs y'all feel like he, he needs to perform, man? I think you get what five songs. I think it's a ton thing. I know for sure we get half. Yeah, yeah, you gotta I, do rodeo. Yeah, mm. rodeo is the one I want to hear, bro. I'm sorry, that's my favorite juvenile song. I need to know who they're gonna have singing in the back. Let me see a bounce that the pretty room. So they need to have some woman just standing there singing that part. Yeah, come on and do the road. Yo, that's a that's that's a timeless song. Yeah, that's one of them songs you gonna tell you tell your kids what you know about this. Yeah, man. Let me see you. Hey, shout out to you, man. Uh, another shout out. Fine. You said what? That's the part where he starts talking about say big fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Jamie Foxx, man. Um, I don't. This is all just. Sudden and unexpected, but he had something happen to him. Uh, they calling they're calling a medical complication. Um, but he's still in the hospital, man. They say he awake and alert, which is scary terminology to hear. Uh, you know, hope he gets well soon. And uh, yeah, uh, this isn't a shout out, but this needs to stop. Logic is dropping a, a EP on Monday with his brother. I guess they made a band called Half Breed. Okay. I've heard enough. Like this has to stop at some point, bro. So uh and I think that's about it, man. Oh, shout out to Martin Lawrence, man. He got a star on the walk of fame. I don't know how many stars them niggas gonna put down, but Martin deserves his. So he definitely deserves one. Yeah. They giving everybody though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Everybody getting one, dog. <laughs> give us a good brazy punch of the start, dog. <laughs> Have y'all been tuning into that uh, blog era shit? No, I, I want to say it, it's just a podcast, right? Yeah, I think they started with uh, Joe Budden, and I'm I, I got kind of confused because I don't think Joe Budden started off the blog era to me, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm. It's on. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's on Spotify, I think. Right? Yeah, I saw it on I saw it on Twitter. But yeah, man, we appreciate everybody for listening. Like always, man. Hopefully, y'all have a good week. Y'all have anything else to say before we get up out here? Um, shit, man. Shout out to all the uh, shout out to the rest of the uh, April birthdays. I guess this week it's a few on we know this week. Shout out yeah. to the people. Shout out to my mama, man. It's my mama's birthday on uh, what was it twentieth Thursday? And my grandma's birthday on, uh, and Honor's birthday on last Sunday. So hey, it's a lot of hey, April. Hey, April getting crazy. Oh my God, I almost forgot this nigga Dawn was over there talking about it's tourist season. 
Oh, yeah, rep, rep your set, brother. Nasty. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to the Tauruses, man. It's happening. <laughs> Jedi said it's Taurus season. We finna act. Season. He said we finna act bad. Uh, I did not say that. <laughs> you didn't you did say we gonna act bad. We finna act bad. bad. <laughs> That's just nasty, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, man. Uh, happy birthday to everybody in April, man. Uh, and yeah, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Long live the boss, man. Yes, sir. <laughs>